everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Happily Ever Brown podcast. My name is Suhani. My name is Peel, and we are your co-hosts for today. Today, we are joined with very, very special guests, Sarah and Avni, who you might know as Iconic Cakes on TikTok or on Instagram. Sisters Sarah and Avni are the duo behind Iconic Cakes, who have captured the hearts of TikTok's Gen Z community. When they moved to the UK from India, they turned to social media to overcome their language barriers and quickly grew an engaged online following. Now with over 4.5 million followers on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube combined, they've earned the nickname the Internet's Big Sisters, with content <gasps> focusing on fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. And they are the digital changemakers who encourage consistent diversity in the creator space. Hi, Sarah and Avni. How are you guys doing today? Oh my that god. Okay. <laughs> Damn. I, my ego... My ego feels so good right now. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Just the biggest, most insane sort of like <laughs> compliments right there. Also, delivery. Immaculate. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. Just like, well done. We're great today. Sarah and I are apart because yes. she has ditched me to go spend time with her boyfriend. And I am here in my room with an incomplete Starry Night painting on my wall for a YouTube oh, yeah. video that I cannot I've finish. Seen, I, I saw the recent uh, videos, transformation, room transformation. Yeah. Uh, I'm in current, currently in the midst of it. It's not exactly working out. I have still not touched... Uh, so I told Tara that I was going to get this wall painted by the time that she's back, and I still haven't touched it, so... Bro, uh, I'm back tomorrow. Great. What the hell? Yeah, no, this is the first I'm hearing of this, by the way. Yes. So this is a live reaction to my pissed-offness. Um... Yeah, I'm doing good. I, the thing is, because my me and my boyfriend are long distance, it's just like, oh, so long because I have to travel all the time to come see him. Um, but it's kind of nice because it's like a holiday away, and I don't have to be involved in Avni's painting antics. So it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So before we get into like our discussion, main like just our very casual conversation. Um, Suhani and I wanted to uh, do like a little icebreaker activity just so we can like, you know, bring out more personality of our, our, ourselves out. So it's just like really casual question. Suhani, go first. Ask your question. Okay. So what's one skill that you've always wanted to learn? It could be anything. Literally oh. anything. Oh, oh, great question. First of all. I know yours. Sarah, I know yours. What is it? It's to learn an instrument. Oh, what the fuck? I've literally never told you this. Sorry, am I allowed to swear? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, fine. you're, um, you're good, you're good. I've literally never told her this. That is I, so I impressive. Knew that. Like, I know oh. it's that. How? It's like, it, because yeah. I, I'm telepathically connected to your brain. I know That's that. Insane. That's insane. Because the thing is, I have really big hands. I don't know if you can tell. That's in insane ratio. But, like... My hands, my hands are really big, and I feel like I can be, like, I can play piano or like yeah. guitar. Yeah, I just want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I knew she was gonna say that because I don't know why she just seems like she would be the type of person to do that. For me, I think, I think I would just like to be as much of a gym girly as Sarah is because I'm just not a gym girly. Like I can't physically do it, and she goes in just absolutely just kills it on the leg press and like weight lifts like she's like a bodybuilder and then I'm stuck there being like 
They what? Like I my have... puny arms cannot deal with this. No, I don't think you understand. I have I have demons to fight, okay? And I need to do that at the gym. There's I can't take this shit out in public. No, no way. I have demons too. I'm just crying in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing something productive and like coping with it. That's literally <laughs> Um, I wish I was a gym girly. That's Suhani. Suhani worked out a lot. She's well like, see, me and her get it. Like, you, yeah. just need to, you need to go lift some weights and then you don't the tears come out in the gym i've cried in the changing room guys but it just it helps oh. okay i actually play an instrument i play an instrument my hand is pretty big too oh damn very nice hands like you have really like skinny fingers that's nice oh thank you but what oh, do you play okay. i play uh tenor saxophone yeah. that's so cool I've been playing since grade six, like, since I was, like, 12. Oh, okay, so, like, you're good. That's really yeah. cool. I don't know. I don't know oh, if I'm on, good, but I can play. I can play. Back Dave, to you're, like, like, a thousand times better than me at that, so, <laughs> like. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> you'll learn, you'll learn. This is definitely something that we need to pick up on. Okay, That's I my newest resolution. Good. Okay, um, another fun question is, like, what's your comfort, like, go-to comfort food? Ooh. Well, Avni knows my one because that's the only thing I make at home. Because <laughs> that's the, I, to be honest, that's the only thing I know how to cook well. Um, <laughs> but mine's just pasta. I just like to have, like, a good, nice arabiata, like, pasta because it's just cheesy nice and if i'm upset that's a good one to go to if i'm like ha like angry or happy that's it's just like a good do you know what i mean it works at every level yeah sarah makes a mean spinach and tortellini pasta like it's yeah. it's good it's real good i am gonna make you feel so shit right now because i'm gonna say something and you're gonna be like why didn't i think of that like oh my oh, god man um you guys probably know this. Are, are you guys Indian? I didn't. Uh, yeah. I didn't ask. But yeah, uh, you know, like, but... oh, okay. okay, you're Gujarati, but yeah. there's you know, like Varan Bhat, like Dal Bhat. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> like that's going to come from Dal Bhat. Like, why would it not be? Like, Sarah knows this about me, but the the thing I is, do. now that we've now that we've moved out. Mm -hmm. That's not like because mm -hmm. I cannot cook. No, no because there was one time where Avni almost made like an explosion like device <laughs> in our kitchen. With the pressure cooker. Yeah, bro, I was fucking terrified for my life. That yeah, was awful. No, it was real bad. It was real bad. Like I put this pressure cooker on, and um, just milky water started like sprouting from all sides of. I actually made a video about it. It's a shorts. Um, but it was it was not a good look for me, so I don't attempt that anymore. So I would say comfort food at home that I make. I'm I make a nice stir fry. I need to like cook Indian food more, honestly. No, you make a good apple pie. You make a oh, good yeah, apple I pie. The I yeah. make the craziest, the best apple pie anyone will ever have. I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah. Nice. Nice facts. She makes she makes it for me for my birthday every time, like, wow. and it's a ballad present. We need to try that. <laughs> when, Suhani? When? 
<laughs> no, we should do it. We should do it. Okay. Of course. Whenever you come to London, Avni will have to make the apple pie, and then we can do that. Of course, for sure. Yeah. Um, I have okay. to say, my comfort food is like, you guys know Maggie, right? Obviously. Yeah. 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 That's me. That's me. Like <laughs> any any bad day, I'm just like. Mama, like, no, no food for me today. I'll just make my own Maggie today. It doesn't hit the same anymore, though. Really? It, no, because it used to hit, like, a bit different when I was younger. It's because I, I had, like, the original, like, lead poisoning Maggie back in India. Like, you yeah. know, like, back in the day. When the they ones that got banned? Chemicals yeah. Well. yeah, one. Right? The taste, the, like it was, it was just better, you know, because it was killing you. But like it was better, oh, you know, like it was so good. But now it just tastes like flat. Like there's no like toxic. The, like, yeah. There's no like spice powder. Like, like the spicy, like the spice and like extra stuff. I feel like it tastes really good. You okay. Know, like, Maybe it's just our version of the it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't. It's better than lead poisoning. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, last question before we start. Um yeah. if you could travel anywhere in the world tomorrow, where would you go? Without oh. the traveling time though? Like I don't have yeah, to like just like I could just teleport. teleportation. Australia. Really? Oh, me too. This has been my hyperfixation for the last month. Avni, why oh. would you do this to me? This Australia. Because it's such a cool place when you actually look at it. So like okay, think about okay, this is now what the podcast is gonna be. Um <laughs> but if you look at all the like plants and animals there, the reason they look so different is because they were like secluded from the rest of the planet for a very long time. So the biodiversity there evolved in its own way because it couldn't like Nothing was migrating because everything was like very far off from Australia. <laughs> and that's why, that's one of the reasons why everything looks way different. So it's kind of like going to a different planet. Plus, they're like, months are different. Their seasons. Ugh, guys, I, I need to stop. Because... I've heard her go off about this for like like 20 times to like 20 different people. This Anytime woman anyone mentions Australia, yeah. Soup heels in Australia for some reason nowadays. And I don't understand no, why. Kangaroos scare the shit out of me. Anyways, so yeah, I yeah. I personally want to go to Australia because it has the Great Barrier Reef even though it's a little bit mm. RIP, but it's still there and I love to snorkel. Um I really want to get my scuba diving license as well. So for me, that place is the place to go because I know that the coral and the fish is like it's unbelievable. So I I want to do that for that reason. It's like a different planet. It's insane, yeah. guys. This is the hill I'm willing to die on. Now, so now it's on my bucket list. Now it's on my bucket list. <laughs> I will actually, after this, I'm going to send you guys a bunch of links and then you will watch these videos and be like, damn, this is interesting. Sarah was locked in, so you get it. 100%. I will watch all of it. For me, honestly, I think if I could teleport anywhere, it would just be India because I haven't been in like 12 years. And I just want to go and I just want to like forget about everything and just experience what it's like to live there oh. wait till you're 18 and then oh the clubbing scene there ask Avni about this unbelievable we will not 
unbelievable. Honey, so honey, I once you're when so you're eighteen, fun. you're going. Okay, both of you, you and me. Wait, wait till you're eighteen. Hundred percent. Now, I'll why wait. don't we do? We'll do like a group trip when you're eighteen, and yeah. we'll just get smashed. It'll be nice. <laughs> no, we won't get smashed. We will be responsible. The parents responsible. will be listening oh, to this. Yes. So responsible. Yeah. Sorry, 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 viewers. <laughs> don't make any assumptions about us. <laughs> okay, this is really fun. <laughs> wait. Okay, let's get into the conversation. Yeah, yes. before we yeah. start talking again. Okay, um, okay. we already know basically, so, very briefly, whatever we just talked about. Go, Swanee, you go. Um, so before we get into the conversation, like, could you just give us some insight and about your upbringing, um, like as a brown girl growing up, even like your journey, like to moving to the UK and just your experiences. Um, do you want to go first, or am I? You can take it. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, so we lived in India till we were ten and eight, or like eleven and nine, one of those, one of those, and then we moved to the UK. Like literally, the first time we saw a white person, we were like eleven, and I was like mind blown. I was like, damn, this is insane, because um, I'd only seen them in movies. So I was kind of like, they're stunning. This is amazing. Um, but it was definitely a really weird experience, and I'm sure you guys understand this because. You guys also have like dual cultures. It's a very interesting place to be in when you've got two places you belong in, but also no places you belong in, mm-hmm. and it's a very interesting path to navigate, especially when you're a teenager and trying to figure out your identity. Um, go on, Amni. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, our upbringing was very like half half. So I moved here when I was eight years old, and. I went to a very um, white primary school where I was the only brown kid in my year. It was very difficult because, like, you don't understand that you're different until you're put in a context where you are. And in that moment, we felt, well, at least that's why we turned to the internet for so many different things is because we wanted to create a safe space for people who are like us and who experience things like us and had that sort of had that sort of duality as Sarah was talking about that sort of like uh, feeling of being displaced and it's hard you know being a brown girl growing up it's hard especially anywhere being a girl growing up anywhere is hard adding in extra racism and oh my god I'm hairy and why is no one else hairy and like oh my god I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now and all of these different things my food isn't like the food that they eat theirs is bland no I'm kidding but like theirs is different like I don't know how I'm supposed to behave it's a it's a real culture shock and Mm -hmm. You know, Sarah and I went through, I'm sorry for monologuing, but like Sarah and I went through a huge period of being incredibly sort of, well, at least I did, where I went through a period of being incredibly sort of ashamed of my identity of being a brown girl. And I uh, and I was really sort of um, didn't want to be associated with, and I feel like everyone goes through this. I was like 13, 14, and I didn't want to be associated with being Indian I wanted to be just of me and I realized that no like being Indian and being a brown South Asian girl is a part of me of course it's not all of me but it's a part of me that I should celebrate it's a part of me that is is mine you know exactly and and, you know it's all about sort of taking back that control of the narrative that has been put on 
girls, like brown girls, and saying that no, you can be brown, you can be cool, you can be brown, and you can do whatever the hell you want. It's just a part of you, you know. Because um, I I remember it was actually very interesting. I remember going to school for the first first time, and I was like, like Avni was saying, when we were in India, we had no idea we were different because genuinely every single person because we come yeah, from Pune in Maharashtra yeah. and that place like of course it was a major city but it was predominantly like South Asian it wasn't um there was not many white people there and so when we came here I, I and we went to a predominantly white school it was um eye-opening for sure because you immediately see your differences and I remember me and Avni, we went to like go eat our food and like the f- one of our first like lunch breaks. And I, because I just moved from India, I didn't know how to hold a fork and knife properly. Like I just knew how to hold a fork, but like I didn't know how to do it together. And we were just learning English and we were like trying to figure out the accent. And it was, it was like, it was a very confusing time because we were also trying to fit in because you want to make friends, but you also don't want to dilute yourself you know it's a very i don't know how how do you how did you guys navigate it so did you guys like live in gujarat and then did you move here or have you always been brought up in toronto so um so honey and i we've been living in canada like toronto like ontario where um a province that we live in since we were born and i feel like our parents immigrated i see yeah, i see parents, yeah, yeah. But um, both of our siblings are actually brought up in India, like, until they were 10, I believe. Like, my sister was mm. 10 yeah, when she, 10, 12 when she moved here. And um, even though, like, we lived here for our entire life, we've lived here for our entire life. I feel like even we've been through those type of experiences where we don't feel, like, proud of our ethnicity for a really long time. Or, like, we're just, like, kind of disconnected to our cultural roots for a while. You And it's also just, like we all get those like comments like when we were like kids I remember like lunchtime it would be like oh like why does your food smell like that why does it look like like those comments and it'd be like like Toronto is a more diverse place like definitely there's like so many demographics here yeah now it's like very diverse but like even hearing that like growing up at a young age I feel like that made us feel like bad about oh yeah and exactly and you remember oh Go on, go on, guys. We're all talking. We're all talking. So, okay, go first. Okay, so I was just saying, and yeah, that's the stigma that me and Sarah, like, desperately are trying to break. Um, Because I feel like, and we just did another podcast about this, where we were talking about how um, you don't have to be a cookie cutter version of you just because it's palatable to the the audience right now you don't have to be something that perfectly fits and is really you know it fits into the way society wants to see people because currently it's a very eurocentric lens of the way society wants to see people so pushing that boundary pushing that barrier as much as we can in any way that we can and showcasing different aspects that are normal is the way we can like push forward in this you know 100 i think it's it's very interesting because and i'm sure you guys have experienced this in some way or the other it's very weird because a lot of our like relatives and 
distant family or any any family there's a lot of internalized racism there mm. and so it comes out like even even like you know the fairness claims we used to have in india and like you know um when people would call me like oh you're pretty for an indian being a literal compliment that people would give me like in their right minds is insane you know all these things you you're like battling with this and you're 12 and it's 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 ridiculous you know so avni and i when we started doing this we couldn't really find our footing offline and so that's why we started doing this online and now look at us we're having a cool podcast so that's awesome so adding on to kind of what you said i like moving to another country was clearly a very significant part of your life so like how did you like adapt to the cultural differences yeah like what are like do you guys have any like specific experiences that you guys remember and were like oh like this is like a new thing that I've, we've learned or this is something that like this is a barrier that i've like overcome um the accent like i have two accents like i speak <laughs> in an indian accent sarah is we're all speaking in not the accent we talk yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> None of us. We could switch like this right now, and I would be fine with it, and we would be okay. Yeah. We would still, we would still be having a conversation, but we have a pretense that we have put up because it's the right way of doing things, and because it makes us feel more comfortable. And like it's, it's our armor. It's this is the thing. It's because recently I, because with every single person in my life recently, I've been kind of just speaking in my indian accent and so because i've moved out and everything and i kind of don't really have anyone to answer to or see any other people that i would speak in this accent to on a regular basis when i was making my videos it kind of made no sense that i was speaking like this do you know what i mean it was it made no sense yeah and so i'm in a very confused place because i don't know how to conduct myself it because the thing is, when you have a dual nationality, and you guys will 100% get this, both are valid parts of your identity, but you tend to present with what gets punished less outside. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe without even realizing, because we're like literally children, you end up hiding and you end up hiding a really vital part of yourself and you don't get to express yourself so freely. Because when I speak in Marathi, Hindi, or even in my Indian accent, I'm different. My humor's different. The way I carry myself is different. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way. And I like when we came to this country, I remember like practicing my British accent when I would be on the buses and I'd be like, okay, this is how they say it. And like, I'd watch Harry Potter and be like, this is how they speak. And I remember, like, my first year in school, I was so silent. Like, I couldn't even speak. But I wanted to make friends because we very suddenly moved. And as a kid, you just want to make friends. And so that's when I started picking up the accent. But I would literally switch. Like, I'd speak like that in school, come home, speak in my Indian accent. So it was just a very confusing place to be in. And I'm that's sure, like, it's just the code switching thing. But yeah, go on. That's literally me right now. You guys know, like, my family, they're like, Phil, why do you like, why do you switch your accent? Like sometimes like when you're saying certain words, you just switch your accent. I was like, it's just how it is. Like it just naturally comes out. You know, I don't like think about it, but it's just. Yeah. Everything is okay. 
speaking in whatever feels nice in the moment is okay. Like, Priyanka Chopra does it. We're fine. <laughs> We're good. Okay? We have people to look up to. We'll be people to look up to. And everything's fine. Like, I just... I think what Sarah's doing is so incredible. Because I wouldn't... Pers- I, I'm not showing that side of me online. Because I can't... Um, I'm it's not big, there yet. It's I'm not there yet. Thing. Like, it, it doesn't... It takes time. It's scary. Like, it's terrifying. Um, so I'm just kind of trying to navigate how I sort of show these you know dual side like two sides of the coin actually my mum described it really well with like what Sarah and I are trying to do it's trying to showcase that you can speak in a British accent you can speak in an Indian accent doesn't take away from who you are you can be any side of the coin that you want to be there's you can be a gray area Every single version of you is valid. You don't have to, like, act in a certain way to appease people that aren't you, you know? Facts! Oh, my God. Well explained. That's really really good. Really good advice. (laughs) Where do you get all this advice from? It's just... (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Um... From your experiences and everything you guys have been through, like, what really, like, motivated you guys to go to social media and, like, choose to, like, go to the internet and just, like, have a presence on the internet? Like, what sparked your idea to make your first video? Like, like that? that's really cool. <laughs> guys, first of all, we started when we were way too young. Like, too young. literally How children. How old were you guys when you started? 13. 13 wow yeah very very young and I think first of all the thing is it was just for me and Avni it was a thing for us to do together like that was like a really major point of this because it's a project with my best friend which is like the most amazing you guys get this it's the most amazing thing ever you know um but more than that I think we were just looking for people like us we were looking to make friends like us do not scroll down on our instagram though because it's the worst content ever um yeah please don't yeah please do not i don't know how to explain it but we um i just remember when i was younger i would watch a lot of youtube i would watch a lot of like um i mean they weren't really influencers back then but they would they were just content creators and i'd watch them and i'd see how they had like this community of people and i would feel like i belonged in it and i felt like i had a place where i could go and i was being represented even if it was like a very niche part of me it was being represented and i it's not that i w- i want to be the one that represents it was more that like i wanted to find more people like me mm-hmm. i did not expect this to be what it is now I don't think anyone does you can't really plan for this but I think Avni and I were just like let's find some more cool people like us and just put ourselves out there and it was definitely weird doing that in school because we would just pretend that it's not a real thing and everyone knew and it was just we had to just kind of deal with it but yeah go on Avni um, I think, yeah, it was, I think it was definitely community and, like, trying to find a space, but also me and Sarah have always been obsessed with, um, th- this is so cheeseball, but been obsessed with the algorithm, like, we, from day one, had, like, 
we started with a fan account. Like, if you don't know that story, that's, like, a completely... Like, we started with a Riverdale fan account that we had for mm, a year and a half. And within the first month that we had it... And this was when Riverdale was... This was when Riverdale was on its, like, first season. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you're telling the story. Like, I hate this story. Everyone deserves to hear it. Um, Like, this was when Riverdale was on its first season and we'd made this fan account and we... uh, I didn't really even like Riverdale I just turned to Sarah because Sarah was trying to do social media for like a year already by this point but not with her face like other people's faces like you know there's meme accounts yeah and I was it like, wasn't a meme make- account it was like a, a makeup thing okay yeah, it was, <laughs> you know, one of those you know like the like the white box on the outside thing yeah, yeah. so um we started it and within a month of us posting we had like 100k on that account so we went live because Instagram's um, new feature was live back then. And Ooh. we went live and people were like, oh, you should start your own account. And that's when we started. But we've always been obsessed with learning how, what, like, the way the algorithm works. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a driving factor in, uh, like, creating content because it, it kind of um, shows us how to express ourselves in a specific narrative. So it's just that uh, both of those reasons i think that's kind of interesting how you like started i didn't know you guys started with the fan account or a or a, i don't know what you call oh it my oh my Babe, god i, I want to go not, back to that, that you age. don't want to see it it's um <laughs> it's called that, river daily it's r dot ever daily terrible it's awful it's all us i'll do it percent. oh my god I, I've never, I've never actually like had a fan account or like, I don't know. I did have musically. That was a. Oh, <laughs> that fan account still exists, and I don't know how to get back into it and delete it. It's just from when I was like seven, eight years old, man. Like that, that period of time where you just like made like such cringy videos, and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> Oh, trust me, my digital footprint is out there for too many people to see. Oh no, our digital footprint, yeah, it's 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 one for the memory books, yeah, definitely. yeah. <laughs> okay, so going back to your like cultural roots, like how did social media help you like connect with your roots and make a bigger? Did you guys like feel that um attachment when you 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 said you were looking for like a community um of super people, like super cool people like you? Yeah, like did you find I mean, that like? I mean, first of all, the fact that we're having the, this yeah. podcast means we did find super cool people. But secondly, I weirdly enough, like when we did start, I wasn't just even looking at like just South Asian people. It was like, I just want to find cool people from any background, any ethnicity, mm-hmm. like it's whatever, you know. But um, I think the more I started expressing my culture online and just not even just recently, but over the last seven years of us doing this, you know, every single time it's like Diwali or whatever, anytime we would just kind of speak about it, there were so many people that were like, I'm doing this too, this is very cool. And that's when, that's when I realised, like, oh, there's not that many South Asian um, creators. There's, yeah, like, no really one. Are. Like, really genuinely, are. no one. Which I was, like, very surprised by. Actually, this was... um. When I realized that, I was like, oh, my God, that means that, like, we're one of the only people that do this, oh, which is, which is, like, quite scary, um, but also very, like, flattering, because 
you know, I think people like us that have dual nationalities, who are Indian, who are South, like, South Asian from anywhere, who have had, who have walked this path, are some very cool people. And the fact that they watch our content, the fact that they join in in our life and kind of go through our milestones is so cool. And, you know, I've always been, like, I've kind of just treated all this, these platforms as like a digital diary. So I've been like 16, being fired off work experience and I'm filming it because I lied to them that my grandma died and went to a Drake concert. And I filmed this and got grounded and like got detention. And I filmed this. Like I've gone through every experience online, but like, because the community we have genuinely feels like a big friendship group, it never felt, um, like judged. It was like, yep, Sarah's just having a fun time. Or even if I do my wigs or dye my hair or, you know, any stupid thing I do, it feels very welcome. And it's like a learning experience with the people that are growing up with us, which is awesome. I feel like your representation for the South Asian community was so big. Like it's so for big. us, I know that for like me and Peel, like seeing South Asian creators, like we never saw that. And it was like seeing you guys, like, and that was like our... Like, 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 I feel like I will cry. I will cry. Please. Like, people have only started like becoming influencers or like content creators now because of like TikTok and like how like big you can get on that platform like pretty fast actually. And so like only now I've been like seeing like maybe even two or three like really big South Asian creators, but like there's really no one there to like give our voice and give voice to everybody else out there. You guys are amazing. Yeah, I think it's the, the, the yeah, it's yeah, don't don't make me cry. Uh, it's it is quite intense to be one of the only South Asian creators because it's like, oh shit, now it's like we're bigger than us, you know? Because it's like before it was like, oh, we're just Sarah and Avni, but now it's like we're we are Sarah and Avni. We have this thing to be that represents this community and we fuck it up most of the time so bad and, you know and we try and we'd like we work through it and you know it's all it's again it's all about growing up and trying to figure out how you can best sort of represent but the most important thing i think that we're sarah and i are doing right now is nothing that actually comes out of our mouths or anything that you know is us it's actually the fact that we're there and the fact that we actually have the ability to have that presence, which means that we've made, we've pushed a path. Like what Lily Singh, like Lily Singh, if without her, I wouldn't have a career, right? I wouldn't. It wouldn't exist. Guys, you want to know? You know fun- whether, yeah, whether or not you hate her, you love her, whatever, I would not be here. Sarah would not be here. I she like blazed that path for us, you know? Yeah, I no, want to be same, the same. same. Like, I watched her religiously. Like every yeah, single thing. Go! I watch Superwoman vlogs. I watch literally all. Oh my god! Like she was, was like so she was YouTube for me. Yeah, <sighs> literally. But it means so much, right? It means so much, and you can understand like her mom being pissed off at her and like the temper and everything. And I'm like, I get it. I I, I get <laughs> I it. Understand. They don't get it. It's nice. Yeah. 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 So, so I feel like find that comfort between like people that like you find like other people who have the same experiences that you and it just feels so nice to have like exactly in that community sort of excitement that you don't get from anything else you know it's just this experience you it's a really crazy thing to feel represented 
like that. It's so it's so nice. And um, guys, if you have any tips on how we can do this better, please please tell let me us because... know. Guys are doing because we 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 are trying our best. <laughs> Sometimes it backfires, <laughs> and we don't know what we're doing. Uh, so any like suggestions on how we can you know pull our shit together and be a better representation would always like be appreciated <laughs> i feel like not even like you doing things that are like south asian like traditions or culture like anything like that but it's just you being there yeah and it's just like yeah that's what i was saying like, that doesn't know like that's just that somebody that, that looks like same color as you yeah like, like they bring some sort of oh, satisfaction and you're like oh, exactly wow. and like because i was actually thinking about this we don't have to be like we don't have to be like um I don't know how to explain this. But I don't have to... Say that again? Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah, have to yeah. Cards. Like I don't need to be a caricature or like I don't need to be like an acceptable version of what it is like to be South Asian. I just need to be myself you because need to be you. Because like so like so many ladies and anyone is just going through the same same stuff anyways and yeah. 100%. Yeah. So as south asian creators have there been any like times where you faced any like challenges or barriers like specifically in social media or as like any like what do you guys do with the judgment if you really like taking that hit this is interest an interesting question because any like constructive criticism i will take on board because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing (laughs) so i will always take it on board because um it's like my first time doing this there's no guidebook um but i think obviously with things like racism and stuff these people obviously just don't belong in the community so it it doesn't really matter i think with like tricky things like me saying i'm just gonna speak in my accent now these are like tough things because I actually understand people's apprehension to it initially because they're like well we haven't heard you speak like this we don't understand the journey and so I think a lot of like if any anyone had any like qualms about me speaking like that it's actually understandable because I haven't explained enough of it and so now I'm like putting that into action explaining it because I realize I can't just like start doing that because people are like hello the like continuity of the story makes no sense and yeah so I'm like giving context I'm like opening up more about my life which is but you know I'm like learning to do that but it is very trial and error I think with obvious hate you know that's a whole different story because I can easily dismiss it as hate but when it's people that follow me who I value as people and they're telling me okay maybe don't don't do that. It's like, okay, I can hear you. Because, for example, like, Avni and I, we went... To, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. But Avni and I, we, like, went to the Barbie premiere. And, like, I did not wear my sari well. It, like, fell apart on me. Oh, like, that. in the taxi oh, there. That. I saw I've seen that. that. I've seen this one. <laughs> Babe, it fell apart. Like, I tried, and it fell apart. I even had, like, an outfit planned, and it did not work. And... I like went there. I already knew like this is not, this yeah, is not gonna we had work. Custom outfits made that didn't fit at the last minute, oh, no. and we had to like 
basically scramble on our feet. Um, yeah, and so that's what happened there. So yeah, I <laughs> like I like honestly, like who cares? Oh my god, oh, and, like you guys like, being the there was day, but just okay. You know what? All I'm thinking about is the next time I step onto a premiere, best believe. I'm gonna shut people up. This like, is gonna that's be that's well done. Like, I'm gonna shut people up. Like, <laughs> don't even. Like, it's yeah. gonna happen. The thing is, though, that's what I realized. Like, oh, oh my god, I am like a serious representation here. Like that. That's it. Kind of Loki sunk in in that moment because yeah. until then I was like, oh, I'm just like just there. Killing. Yeah, and I'm just doing my like fun little hair DIY projects and like changing my room. But then that's when I realized like, oh shit, like what I do kind of matters and I need to like do it like well because I'm yeah. representing a bunch of girls that are looking up to me. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to pull my stuff together. I literally went to my mom and my mom was like, she's so pissed off at me she's like i'm gonna give you a tutorial on how to do this what the hell she like taught me how to do it yeah i think coming back to your question though the different challenges that we faced yeah um the like there's a lot of like industry stuff that we don't really talk about on social media that much but like um, we just did a podcast recently and we were just talking about how le- even the brand deals or the sort of um, collaborations the and stuff that we do, collaborations that we do, usually the person who recommends us is a person of colour because that's the only way to get in the door. It's because we have to all look out for each other. Um, a lot of things opened sl- slower for us than it did for people with in our industry the same like influencers like us but they were white they it the doors opened slower because we were the only people of color we're still some of the only people of color when we go to events in the uk you know so it's it's uh like i the goal the big dream of sarah and i is to like build us to a level where we can sort of create the biggest safe space for creators who are you know women of color or like people of color because we we want them to have the exact same ability to achieve the exact same results that they would get due to their talent and due to their hard work as any like other beyond a, at least like an even playing ground yeah when you, and yeah because you know we didn't get an even playing ground we don't have an even playing ground at all we have to fight tooth and fucking nail for everything that we do and it's it's an incredibly like rewarding task because it we know it's going to get easier for the people after us mm-hmm. um it's just i just want it to get easier quicker you know yeah mm-hmm. it's like you're kind of paving a way for like yeah. the influencers who are gonna people of color who are yet to come and exactly I think, yeah i just feel you like guys enjoy it do you guys like like it oh love it love it it's like my life's task it's, wow. yeah it's honestly it's, it's um the most it's been the most crazy rewarding experience because when i get to meet cool people i get to work with my best friend and i get to generally like just make i don't know go on like a fun 
journey with my life and document it. Like, I literally want to film my life until, like, my last day because this is, like, my digital diary and people are, like, watching it. And it's awesome because we live it together. It's so awesome. I know, this is really inspiring. I want to get it done. But you know what? Maybe in another life. Maybe I'll start when I'm 13 in my next life. No, <laughs> you please don't. Whenever. You can start whenever. Don't even, like, don't even put that thing on you that you have to start at a certain age. Like, whatever success is, happens whenever. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not like an like a trajectory that you have to follow one, like, path. Yeah, also the fact that you guys are doing this is so cool. Like, this is so amazing. And I, like, that you don't see many people do this. Like, who else takes, initi- like, initiative to do something awesome yeah. like this? Do you know what I mean? So you should be so proud of yourself. Yeah, don't put yourself down. You know what? Actually, Yusumani, we actually are doing very well because there's a lot of people in my school who kind of hate on us. And I'm like, what yeah. are you getting out of this? What are you getting Babes. out of saying this to me? Like One thing, I'll tell you this. They, and I've experienced this in school, so has Avni. They won't get it until you get that success, then they understand all of a sudden. No, you know? it's not even that. It's they won't get it until they do. Yeah. And, like, that's that's it. And high school and school in general, everyone is trying to be the same person. And the moment you leave, you realize that everyone suddenly wants to be different. I'm ready. So, <laughs> so don't, don't try and, you know, you know, don't listen to people that literally don't matter. It's not important. They yeah. Really and also like it really, you know, everyone has their own journey and you guys are doing something so cool. This is like, amazing and you guys should be so proud of yourself not many people have the balls to do this <laughs> yeah so it's, it's awesome like you should seriously be very proud of yourselves this is really cool yeah i guess that kind of ties into our like ending where we just wanted to ask you like what advice you would give to brown girls like, what's, like do you guys have like world. one favorite favorite piece of like inspiration or advice i'm like just something that you would give to younger youth in general oh um do it with your chest back it up you are you are valid how you are the way like the way you are you don't need to be something else for somebody else or try and act like somebody else for somebody else right Mm -hmm. whatever you do whoever you feel like you are just do it with your chest don't even if people are gonna say one thing or say another thing especially to brown girls because not only do we get it outside of our culture we get it within our culture right whatever you stand for whatever you feel like you want to achieve in life you can do it just do it with your chest don't try and cower you know yeah that's really good that is Um, really good yeah it's really good (laughs) i would say me too (laughs) me too um but i would say i would say as someone who's like um i'm like an elder sister in a brown girl family like you know you know you you can see the dynamic right you don't have to have perfect grades you don't need to be the perfect daughter you don't need to you know be I don't, you don't need to be a good girl 
make your mistakes, you know, chop your hair off. It's fine. Die Just live your life. Don't judge yourself. Because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to be these perfect, amazing, good girls because it is so embedded in like our, like our upbringings, you know? And we are told to be very high achieving, very amazing. Do all those things. Don't fail in school, please. <laughs> but don't be so mean to yourself, you know? Understand that you are only putting your best foot forward and make your mistakes because that's yeah. how you have fun. Sorry, I'm going to piggyback off of you. I'm sorry, I just love what Do you're it. saying. Um, you're not valuable by association of the things that you've done. You're valuable just because you're you. You don't have to be productive. You don't have to have the perfect grades. You have to, don't have to be the perfect daughter. You don't have to like have all of these 100 things to prove to yourself that you're worth it. Like it, it's none of this stuff is what makes you worth it. It's the fact that you're sitting there being yourself, you know? So again, it's the thing that Sarah was saying, just lift the pressure off. And I'm learning to do this like now, like I'm learning to do this. Like I continuously have meltdowns being like, I, I'm not doing enough. Like I'm not achieving enough. I'm not good enough. Like I have these thoughts all the time. Right. And it's your brain can become a very negative place very quickly. If, and just as Sarah was saying, just don't be so mean to yourself. That's so good advice. Like, this is like the best advice I've ever. I feel like we have these crazy standards, and like, you just don't need to be the best all the time. No, because you, I, I'm just saying, like, you already are. You don't need to be like a good girl for everyone else to like. You know, I, I'm saying this is like a older sister thing. I have a major people pleaser like complex. We don't need to. We don't need to do that. You are just loved and accepted just by being yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. Um, this, this is like, this is, um, this is out like of this world type of experience. <laughs> we would have never imagined to have like been able to talk to you guys. And this was you guys. You're so <laughs> sweet. Thank you for having us. This was really cool. Thank you for joining us. This was really us. fun. Please like go and chill now. Relax. The most yeah. the thing that you were nervous about is gone now. It's yeah. Right. So you can chill the chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to both of your parents for swearing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't hold back. I'm, I'm so sorry. It. Don't worry, they're not. <laughs> but other yeah, than that, no, I had an amazing time. Thank you for having us. Yeah. No also, next time you guys are in London, please hit us up. So we can yeah, hang out. Obviously. Definitely. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for coming. Um, this wraps up our episode with Iconic Cakes on Happy Ever Brown. Um, we'll see you next time. Thank you Bye. so much. So lovely.